right, y'all. Welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. So today's episode is going to be our Money Mondays, but I do have a guest with me this time. I actually have my first male on the podcast. It just happens that he's also my husband. He's a freelance web developer. He's a founding partner in KitKat. They build fancy website applications, whatever that means. Who knows? Maybe he'll explain it. Maybe not. I probably still won't understand it. But I have him on today because y'all we are debt free we don't owe anyone any money and it's a crazy feeling it happened this last week a lot of different things had come up for us and we just pulled the trigger our original goal had been we would do it in 24 months and that would have been this december and then we were like we could just do it next month like in september and we made all these september plans that we were gonna pay it all off and then you know somehow some way this month we ended up with a little bit of a windfall our abundance was very prevalent and we just pulled the trigger we were like we're gonna do it we have worked for 19 brutal months to get to this goal to own our car and to not owe anyone else any effing money so i dragged him on here he's sitting in the other room we had some great commentary before this that might be at the end if i figure out how to edit them in but he is here with us i got him to agree in a moment of weakness so we're going to talk about getting debt free i am going to ask him some of like the big questions that we've gotten i did a poll question on instagram so i do have a couple questions from that that we're going to go over and i'm just very excited to have him on here with us today now, babe, what did you think when I started really talking about us going debt-free? What was that in your head? Well, uh, I think that conversation actually came up fairly early on. So at first, I was pretty against it just because I was pretty set in like the uh, the seasonal life party mindset. You know, I had my credit card that I would just pay off each paycheck and so I didn't ever really worry about my week-to-week spending and I was just fine with you know getting debt-free in seven years essentially and and that being it so when you first brought up going debt-free I was like what is this I've got a plan for that I'm making minimum payments every month I'm, I'm working towards that but then I feel like things really really turned around when you sat me down and had me listen to Dave Ramsey and his baby steps. And it just clicked. At that moment, it clicked. No, I I don't need to have this hanging over me. We can turbo this process and get it done. And then we have our entire life that we can enjoy because we don't have this huge monkey on our back. Yeah. Very much. So y'all, we started talking about getting debt-free essentially right after we got engaged. So we had an engagement and then a wedding kind of back-to-back and we knew in like November 2017, 18, time is hard, like a year and a half ago. I think it was 2018. So like that November, we figured out what all of our debt was. He didn't really want to be on board about it, but I did because I knew that it would take some time, but you know, we would get there and it would be, yeah, just a big weight off to not have to deal with it. So I figured out how much debt we owed. We got a number. So we finally had something to work towards and I had read Total Money Makeover. I read that like cover to cover. I cannot recommend it enough. If you are someone struggling with finances in any way, read Total Money Makeover. 
Dave Ramsey, his podcast, his interview show definitely will change your life. And so much, so much for the better because we did the snowball method at that point. You pay off your debts the least amount to the most so that you're getting those small wins along the way. And so when we were like going to get debt free, I was, you need to stop having a credit card. Yep. How, a big one. how did how did that go for you it was hard it was definitely hard at first but it made sense i mean this at, at this point in our lives moved to denver we're we're transitioning out of seasonal life and i was just wrapping up or had just wrapped up the boot camp the web development boot camp that i'd signed up for and i hadn't gotten a job yet and things were definitely tight and so a big move was not charging to the credit card only spending money that we actually had that was tough but once once the change was made it was it was night and day with my spending habit i'm sure you observed that babe how before i would just impulse buy and then after i cut down my impulse buying i would say by a hefty 70 to 60% still doing it now and again but definitely definitely getting it more in check with with the credit card cut out because i i really do agree with dave ramsey's let, let's see what he says is the further away you are from your money the easier it is to spend so the best way to deal with your money is having it in like cash form because handing that off is almost physically painful debit card is one stage removed because you don't actually see your money you're just spending you know digital dollars or whatever and then credit cards even a step further from debit card now that's not saying i spend only cash i usually use the debit card but getting rid of the credit card was a big win for sure but it wasn't a popular plan in the beginning but it was definitely one that I warmed up to after I had time to chew it over and and get on board with it what do you think the hardest part in the beginning was was it that was it just not spending on anything that you wanted was it the credit card yeah I, I would say it was not just going to a gas station and picking up energy drinks every single day or hey I want to go eat I'm going to go pick up food at a restaurant. Now that still happened now and again, but after getting rid of the credit card, those types of purchases, those like micro purchases really cut down. Also my internet spending cut down by quite a bit as well. Y'all, I was savage with him when it came to our budget. I read our budget every month. We knew what bills that we had and we roughly knew how much money we were going to have coming in, which was not a lot. When we started this, we were so poor. We were so broke getting by really just paying off that debt so we didn't do anything y'all we haven't done crap for 20 something months we did a low-key wedding we didn't do a honeymoon we just put everything we possibly could into getting out of debt and we put a lot into moving to nashville which has worked out splendidly but getting on a budget because i don't think you had ever really been on a strict budget before had you honestly the only budget that i stuck to was when i was a child my dad taught me you always save 10 percent of whatever you make and so that got ingrained into the childhood programming and that's really the only financial thing that carried through to adulthood is no matter what whatever money i made i always put 10 percent aside 
in the savings. Other than that, I have talked a lot about how I was pretty addicted to using a credit card. I never actually charged up a lot of credit card debt. I would just use it to track my spending paycheck to paycheck, essentially. So every paycheck, I would pay off my credit card. I knew how money worked. I knew I couldn't just spend money that I didn't have. And so I knew, and, and I just dreaded racking up thousands of dollars of credit card debt. That was like my worst nightmare. And so I avoided that by always paying it off with each paycheck, understanding that you have to pay back the money that you spend. So I guess I never got into super murky waters with finances, but I was never actively, aside from putting 10% aside, I never really actively made any kind of budget. Does it seem silly now that you were using your credit card when you could have just been using your debit card and not racking up any interest? Oh yeah, absolutely. Super silly. My excuse just sounds so hollow now when I look back and listen to it because I had a reward point system and I was like, but I get reward points when using the credit card. Yeah, it, it's it's such a minuscule amount. Like it it really, it really didn't pay off. And so getting off the credit card, I still have the credit card. It's just zeroed out because it's good to have that in case of emergencies like that is, but just not using it daily, weekly, monthly. That's, that's been a huge game changer. Don't spend money you don't have. That is yep. what happened to me. And when I got into college, I was 18. They gave me a credit card and I was like, well, I guess I'll just pay for all of my housing and everything with this. So I did have my credit card issues for a long time. Nobody really taught me how to use a credit card. No one was ever like, this is how you should not spend and go super crazy with it. Cause my parents didn't have credit cards. So getting one was a whole exciting adventure experience, but it was a terrible adventure experience that haunted me for a very long time. You and years of it. So what do you think the easiest thing about this was? Was there an easy part? Y'all, it is out in the world. Money Mastery, your 12-week step-by-step, change your money mindset, learn how to budget, fight back your debts, change your life, learn to manifest. The magic is out. It is live. It is real. And I am just so freaking thankful and excited. And I cannot wait for y'all to get your hands on this. This was 17 months of my own life, trial and error. It was seven months of reaching out to you amazing people, asking questions, surveys, finding out exactly what you needed to change your money mindset, create a budget, and change your freaking life. Money Mastery is live right now. Make sure that you check it out. The link is going to be in the bio. Honestly, just getting into the rhythm, I guess, and this kind of turned in, kind of turned into a thing, but just getting into that mentality of like, we got to pay this off. So got to work every day, got to work every week, got to constantly be bringing in streams of income in order to pay off the debt. And honestly, not having to plan trips and stuff is easy. I would say not planning a trip is 100 times easier than planning a trip. As if um, you would plan a trip. <laughs> Okay, no one listening should think that he 
just stopped planning trips because we were getting debt free. He never planned <laughs> trips in the first place. No, no, no. Don't you lie to these nice people. I plan trips. He does not plan trips. That is true. That is true. I'm but sure that was easy for you. We, we also, we didn't have to worry about that because we had this big goal in mind and it was easy once once I got on board to just throw myself at that and focus on that. Yeah, and so throwing yourself into work, it's I think it's not that hard to do. I think it's harder to have a really good balance of work life with family life. That's that's the tricky part, but the easiest part was actually just working and making the money. The hard part was finding a balance between work life and our life to spend time together and whatnot. That was, yeah. All right, for anyone who's listened to the podcast many times, please don't throw yourself into work in the way that my husband did. You should have work-life balance. That's very important. He didn't. A lot of my experiences from that are because he didn't, because we did not have good work-life balance. Yes. The hardest part for me during all of this was what he thinks was the easiest part because it sucked. Sacrificing everything, not doing anything fun, and doing nothing except working is exhausting and taxing. If I wish it could have been different, for sure. I wish it could have been easier or maybe if we just didn't have the debt. But I do think that we understood we would just be sacrificing for right now instead of being stuck in debt for seven, ten, however many more years just doing the minimum and still not really feeling like we were getting by. Even when we were just making minimum payments on things, we were just getting by. And now that we're not in debt, we don't have any of these other minimum payment things, we can live a life. But we knew there was going to be a lot of sacrifice and that was hard on me because I knew he would be working all the time, driving himself into the ground. And I'm just like, I want to help. So his easiest part was my my hardest part there's balance in there somewhere yeah i i would definitely say the hardest part was finding that balance and i look forward to now being debt free and being able to enjoy having more time together but like in our house because like covid y'all we don't yeah. play with covid we we don't play that here yeah that was that irony did not did not go past i totally thought it was ironic that we got debt free and so it's like let's go on a date oh wait we're not gonna go to a restaurant because we're responsible <laughs> yeah so for us covid turned out to be this very odd blessing experience for our debt-free journey because a lot of things changed in our lives schedules changed finances changed it was like a freaking hurricane of change over the last five months and the income that we were able to bring in and because we had already been on this debt-free plan for so long that when we literally couldn't leave our houses, like we were just at home, we couldn't go on dates, we knew that we were canceling all of our big trips because we both had multiple trips that we were doing this summer for different events. And so all of the money that we were saving and planned for those trips, we just put into our debt-free everything. So we paid off over half of our debt since the beginning of 2020 is how hyper crazy focused we got with our goals and not doing anything. And now because of that, I never have to buy generic creamer ever again. That's probably the most exciting part of being debt-free for me is that tiny itty bitty thing of 
the Ambrian Creamer. So we were at the cabin last weekend when we went debt-free. How did it feel when you submitted the final payment for the car? Okay, so talk. I didn't think I'd actually feel anything and I'd have to ham it up. But the reality was when I paid off the final amount, I got like full body tingles. Even thinking about it now, I'm getting tingles and getting kind of emotional about it. But there was joy involved. There was like this relief, like like this giant thing, this boulder that we'd been lugging around is now just gone. This car that I'd just been driving around making payments on, it's now mine. And it felt really just great. Like I had I had no idea that getting debt free would be such an emotional event, but it, it really was. And having you there and, and knowing that a big reason as to why we were getting debt free so quickly was was because of the steps that you introduced and helped me see. And we we did this together. We were able to accomplish this together. And I think it was one of the biggest things we've done as a couple so far was getting past this debt, getting it paid off, not just in two years, but 19 months. It was felt really good. And it was nice to also be able to take that trip and be in a cabin when we did it. I thought that was really nice too. Y'all don't let him fool you. He sounds like I was very nice about the whole experience. I wasn't. I was I was so focused on our goal in getting debt free that any, any extra spending outside of the budget upset me. Like we kept our finances separate for significantly longer than honestly I would have liked because I'm a control freak and I was like, we need to be spending this money on this goal and doing this and it, uh, we thought about it a lot. Uh, We thought about money a lot. Not in normal people ways of we don't have any money and you're mad at each other about it. We had money. I just didn't like what we were spending money on. Like I felt like we weren't as focused as we could be, but it was a short-term sacrifice for a long-term goal because looking at it now, sure, it was 19 long, rough, freaking months, but worth 30. We are, we are both 30 right now. So the rest of our working lives until we decide we're going to retire 30, there's math that I could probably ask Alexa, but I'm not going to do that. But that is a lot more months of finances we get to keep, a lot more months of life that we get to live. When you're not in debt, your cost of living comes down so, so much. When you're not paying out hundreds and hundreds of dollars, your cost of living and your lifestyle will change. Don't be extravagant. I'm not telling you get out of debt and then be an extravagant life because that's how you got into it in the first place. But reasonable changes are super, super important. So we're on level eight of Jumanji. There are now genetically engineered mosquitoes out there. The DNC was this week. Something else has had, there are two hurricanes also in Florida. So Florida's doing great. So assuming we survive the rest of 2020 somehow, what are you most looking forward to for this year? Ooh, that is probably the toughest question you asked today because this has been a rough year honestly gotta be real looking forward to december because that means that the year will pretty much be over And we will have a closure on um, the direction the the country's going to be 
heading in. So by December, I feel like we'll be past all the major drama of the year and uh, be all prepped to see what 2021 has to bring. Okay, he's lying. He's looking forward to December because he's getting a new TV and a PS5. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. We're totally wow. going to get we're totally a, not doing that. a smart TV and a PS5. Never mind. Celebrate we're not being debt free. <laughs> never mind. We're not. He forgot. We're not doing that. Terrible plan. I'm going to edit this out. Perfect. Okay. So last question, wrap up, and then I'll let you go do whatever it is that you do. We're in the same house. I don't know what he's doing. So what is the biggest piece of advice that you wish you could go back and tell yourself at 18 about money? Okay. First of all, I'd let him know to not go to school for engineering. You need to dial that back a little bit and maybe pursue a career that's more realistic such as computer science or finance or something like that maybe do trade school instead of going to college that would have been a good financial decision to make also i would have let him know about bitcoin definitely got to buy up a lot of bitcoin in like 2012 2013 that time period and just ride it out until 27 a lot of financial problems would have gone away if i had bought bitcoin and wrote that out. Also, I'd talk about the whole credit card thing. Don't use the credit card for spending and don't just go into debt because you can. That's kind of what I did with the car. I needed a new car at the time, but I definitely didn't need to buy a brand new car. I wanted a brand new car and it was a lot of car. And it's not a lot of car now. Now we got four cats. Right? But they each got a seat. Oh, no, it, they don't. We need if, another seat. If I'd called into Dave Ramsey and told him about how much debt we had, how it was distributed, he would have told me to sell the car. It was too much car for our current financial situation. But me being stubborn, I wanted the car. I wanted us to have the car. And so we paid the car off in the hard way, but we made it through. But yeah, I would say those, those are the big ones is cut down on credit card, buy Bitcoin in 2013 and like a lot of Bitcoin, like at least 500 Bitcoins maybe a thousand and then don't do crazy credit card spending i knew you'd bring a bitcoin I did you i knew it i knew it i was like he's gonna say maybe invest, invest in, in like uber slack uber invest in zoom invest in zoom, zoom. yeah invest in zoom don't worry about skype <laughs> Oh, Skype is still a thing. Is it? No. I mean, isn't MySpace technically a thing? If you're listening to this and you did not have a MySpace, you missed out. Just saying. You missed out on the non-politicalness that was MySpace. All you had to do was rank your friends to have drama. You didn't have to see anything political if you didn't want to. It was great. All right, babe. Any final thoughts that you got? And then I will let you scurry on your way. I love you. I love Aww. what you're doing. Being financially savvy, unfortunately, it's just not a part of our general education system. So these are things, these are life lessons that we just have to learn along the way. And you, my dear have had a lot of life lessons that you have learned and I'm so happy to see you sharing those with the world and hoping that maybe somebody will listen and make a better decision because of the life lesson that you and I mostly you had to learn the hard way because life I don't know did that come out bad oh that was so cute I didn't make him say that guys I didn't even write that I didn't even know he was going to say, that's so cute. Oh, I love you. Thank you. I love you too, baby. 